Open Micer Comedy Podcast. Hello, everyone. We are back with another Open Micer Comedy Podcast with Zio yeah, eating I'm, I'm a eating. cracker <laughs> because she hasn't eaten all day. Chinese and rice crackers, the best. And our return guest, Ro Deragrazzi. <laughs> Hello. Welcome back. Thank you. Glad to have you back. Thank you. It's my first time. Sorry, talking with food. <laughs> <laughs> no, eat. You should eat. Let's start with the story that uh, is yes. so oh. interesting. I know. L- the last time, oh. like we, we, we got epically into your kind of ascent in comedy <laughs> on the road and everything. And we yes. didn't even get to like yeah. some of the like the more kind of interesting, save salacious kind of <laughs> stories. <laughs> Like uh, yeah. we kind of talked about earlier and and didn't record. Yeah, so let's let's just get into that. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, yes, I was doing a radio show. Oh right. With uh, a, a some of you might know. Mm-hmm. Uh, her name is Ginger Lynn. Yes, I know. Yeah. Cause <laughs> I, I even though like she probably made porn when I was like three years old. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. some reason, I like I like vintage stuff it, yeah. it has like a different quality yes it <laughs> <does>. <laughs> uh and i had met her i was for years i was bartending oh, so right. i was bartending one day and she sat at my bar and i mm-hmm. she's just a regular person i mean yeah you know she's a real down to earth person and she's like hey um you know we started talking and she's like oh i do a radio show mm-hmm. on sirius xm with yeah. another porn star named Christy Canyon. Yeah. Who you might have seen, too. Yeah, uh, I, I haven't seen, because I don't particularly have a gigantic boob fetish, unless if it's, oh, like, yeah. drawings. Oh, really? Unless if it's, like, hentai or something. Yeah, <laughs> she does have a gigantic... She does. <laughs> gigantic but it just doesn't work in real life. How big me. are we talking yeah. about? Because I, I, I don't have... I can't p- picture her. She... It's probably, like, F or something. They're or, huge, yeah. Yeah. Wow. F is for family. Yeah, and they're real. Like, yeah, they're... they're uh, they're huge. Imagine how saggy they would be. Actually, I mean, I've seen them because she whips them out. But so they're. Wow. Yeah, she just, they had no. You know, you think you're an edgy comic and then uh-huh. you hang out with porn stars and you're you realize like, you're like, not. Shit. But we're like the same <laughs> thing in a way. In a way. Uh, yeah. In a way. Um, yeah. Like we bear souls. Yes. And they bear skin. Yes, yes. exactly. <laughs> So well, they bear souls too in a way because that that's that's a big part of porn. There's a lot of bear. Yeah, a lot of bearness. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I said, oh, I'm a comedian, blah blah blah, and uh, she goes, you should come on my radio show. So I went to Playboy Radio, mm-hmm. and I had a great time on it. Um, and she just liked me as a guest, so I said, oh, I can bring you comics. So mm-hmm. I would bring in comics, and um, one particular show I did with them on the radio, um. I'm not naming names of the comic I brought in, but uh-huh. uh, he ended up um, getting a a blowjob from Christy Canyon. <laughs> oh, the air? Oh, yeah. Um, oh, damn. And I'm not naming any. I won't let name the names because there's circumstances involved. And I remember I was like sitting on the couch. And I was like, I think I'm just going to get up. I'm not. Uh, I'm going to walk away. Uh, <laughs> oh, and I sat down next to Ginger, like in the mm-hmm. kind of like here, but like at Sirius XM. And yeah. we just started doing the radio show. Right. And so that radio show ended up 
ending after many years. Um, mm-hmm. And she goes, hey, I love doing radio with you. So do you want to be my co-host? She was doing it like four days a week. And she goes, do you want to do mm-hmm. uh, um, one of the days? And we'll just make it comedy and porn. And <laughs> I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? You know? And then uh, we actually had like one of the highest rated shows on like on iTunes for our for our like uh what category or something wow that's awesome it was great and then we then that ended and then we went to another place Mm -hmm. where another porn star was like running it but it wasn't run really well yeah that's (laughs) such an important thing yeah yeah you know how it is i know how it is like one person drops the ball then your whole show's done sometimes yeah yeah i mean like i mean this show for instance it used to just be me and mm-hmm. Jamie and mm-hmm. we're just two guys we're just schlubs we don't care anything about social media uh-huh. in comes Ashley she supercharges like our game yeah get, makes an Instagram account everything <laughs> then when like you know she her life is very busy now yeah um and and that kind of dropped our podcast we tried to do it but yeah. we're just too lazy <laughs> so now we have Zio and and like the Phoenix or my yeah. podcast you're, can't die. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm gonna. I, I I already taped three episodes of my own stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. You you may need to find another producer because I I yeah. can produce it, but like once every week I have my own stuff because my uh my show is like a video. Format. Oh okay. So yeah. I have to edit and everything, you know. Yeah, I know. I so, I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stop being a slob and take responsibility, man. Yeah. <laughs> so I me- my message to men. You have all this equipment too. I can't believe that you're lazy. It's not. Maybe it's. It's not necessarily laziness. It's just a fear of social media. Like, oh, it's something I like you. a lot of men have. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Back to your story. I have a question, like mm-hmm. very uh, yeah. technical questions. Yes. Like uh, when it comes to the blowjob on the air. <laughs> First of all. The comic, you don't want to name names I because he's famous. No. Oh, he's just a nobody. N- not this is his lucky no. day. It's he might or might not have been married at the time. Oh, okay. Yes. And then so. is it the sloppy blowjob? Like, did she swallow? I wasn't really watching. <laughs> <laughs> um, I kind of pretend it wasn't happening, but um, at at playboy when you're on serious mm-hmm. you can basically do whatever you want except for like penetration damn like vaginal yeah. penetration what about anal <laughs> penetration <laughs> there might be some loopholes but okay. um they were very like the game so when we went to our second show we were at skid row studios mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. ginger would play this game called uh what's in ginger's jar <laughs> and oh, that was when jar. she would stick things up her butt and we'd have to see how many like jelly beans you can get up there or you know so, or so she re- so ginger she referred her vagina as a jar no her butt her, oh her yeah. butt her vagina was just her vagina you know the way wow. you say jar i, I can't help but Think of the bell jar by Sylvia Plath. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, it's a little Here's different. a dumb joke. I guess her ass is a jarred. Yeah. <laughs> well, she did. That was like a highbrow joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, uh. This dumbest joke. <laughs> she won't do that anymore, we said, for our, uh, if we 
Yeah, that's like being a stunt woman <laughs> she said for I'm just too, a podcast. Yeah, she goes, I'm too old for sticking things up my butt anymore. So, um, I, I, I mean, I'm sure her and her boyfriend still do things with her butt, but she's not going to be putting jelly beans up there anymore, is what I'm saying. Wow, I think they all need to buy like Bourdais, you know. Oh, I'm sure they, they yeah. make sure they, they're professionals. Oh. So they take care of uh, the, the show at Skid Row was a lot crazier. Um, um, no, I guess the show, then the uh, next show we had, we had basically like three shows together and then Sirius XM also because mm-hmm. we just did Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I drove to Vegas in August and mm-hmm. we did five shows there. Wow. Yeah. Wow. In like one day. And then I tried to drive back and, um, I, used to be able to do when i did road a lot i'd be able to drive mm-hmm. to vegas do a show and leave i mean i used mm-hmm. to or just drive four hours to do a show and then i'd leave i mean back in the day that's what i used we used to do that all the time mm-hmm. but i'm now um 41 with two kids so yeah <laughs> i'm tired <laughs> so yeah. i left for vegas that gotta day. take care of those rosemary's babies i know i'm like <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i'm not not how it used to be because I, I i basically had been up for by the time i got back in my car because mm-hmm. we went to i drove to vegas we filmed a you know promotional video for like um a, a proof of concept video and then we did five one-hour radio shows so it was just comics and porn stars comic, and we never took a break. So I started filming at like nine, and we stopped at seven, and then oh, I got wow. my car to drive home. Jeez! And my husband was kind of like, "I don't think this is a good idea." And I was like, <laughs> "It's fine. I could totally do that." Why, why didn't you just stay the night? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Everybody asked me that. Like, why didn't you? Like, Ginger was like, "Just." Sleep over. Like, I have a four-bedroom house. Pick up, you know, and I was like, no, it's fine. I'm totally... No, come, come stay. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I can get home. Hep you know? C. <laughs> and then I, like, pulled over at a rest stop like I used to do. But, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, when I was younger, I used to, like, pull over, sleep in my car, and go to the gig or go home from the gig, whatever. But it would... So he, my husband, and my car um, at the time was kind of, like, not in great shape. It was, yes, like, a, it was yeah. old. It's so important. he's like, hey... If you break down on the 15 mm-hmm. at like one in the morning, you're, sp- I mean, really, I would have been totally, you know, the 15 yeah. is just like, yeah, you're brutal. gonna die. Yeah, you could die. <laughs> like, you could just, or fall asleep. And I've done that before too. And I'm just trying to drive and drive and drive and you fall asleep. So, wow. um, I basically, I got a, like a hotel in Barstone. I slept, like, I hadn't slept for that long straight because of the kids in like three years. So, it was, and then I asked, I lost my keys in Barstow and I had to get towed back. That reminds me of, <laughs> I've, I've actually read like Kevin Hart's uh, autobiography, mm-hmm. and there's a period of time of his early career. He had to dr- drive from Philly to New York to do shows. Yeah. And then he didn't even have, he's so broke. Yeah, but everybody yeah. goes to, from Philly to New yeah. York. Yeah, it's he didn't have common. a car. Yeah. So what happened is he uh, he was borrowing his girlfriend's car and he crashed the car twice on the highway because he fell asleep. Yeah. Damn. And that's like one of the big reasons why he broke up with her. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would be fucking pissed because cause yeah. his yeah. girl had this, you know, normal job. Like she needed, needed a car yeah. too. And that was, I, wow. I don't think it's, it's worth it. Well, I've <laughs> fallen asleep because you're wow. just going... S- like after said, a mean, while you just you're just going you don't and feel going. like you're moving anymore. well you're just kind yeah. of like when i was in in new york especially it was kind of like all you did was i worked my day job all day and then i do comedy all night and mm-hmm. sometimes it would be on the road and sometimes it would be 
a bunch of spots around New York. So it was just, you just went and went. And if you fell asleep on the road, you're like, oh, okay, try and stay awake. <laughs> or like I would pull over sometimes and sleep just because you literally couldn't physically stay awake. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, I get that. That was, and out here I've had that happen sometimes too. When I've done like, um, uh, out here, if you have a couple spots in one night, I mean, it just depends on where you're at, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I've had spots that are really close together. Yeah. You're like, I'll do one like in West Hills and one in Hollywood, but yeah. I've also done where it's like one in San Juan Capistrano Damn. and one in Colton. Oh, I would never do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that a lot of times. Wow. And um, I admire you for doing that. Oh, yeah. There's some dedication right there. Oh, I was, well, I, since I've been on stage from the day I got on, I was like, this is what I was supposed to do. So I just did it. Now, Mind you, it's not like it's, I was saying that on the last one. It's not like I had, I had a lot of times where it wasn't, <laughs> wasn't going well <laughs> at all. What if it wasn't going well in terms of? Um, well, I was explaining it last time I was opening for Lisa Lampanelli. So her, oh. her crowds were rough and they, she wasn't famous then. And it was really, they were okay. rough, rough, rough bars. in terms of they're like, hmm. Oh, entertain that, us. That like would have been nice. No. No? This seems like the rowdy. Rowdy. Like, her humor is kind of rowdy. Like the Philly crowd with yeah. Bill Burr's yeah. Philly Rand, that kind of crowd. Like, like that kind of, oh, yeah, Jersey, no. Philly. Even That's tough. But t- but if you if you, if you you can tame a crowd like that, yeah. it makes you a comedy guy. Like the crowd. Okay, that's that's why you have to travel. Like I haven't really, really traveled that much, but I, I can tell the difference between an OC crowd and an LA crowd. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because I I had this a few jokes that I would have said killed every time, but did well every time in LA, no matter it's a shitty open mic uh-huh. or it's a showcase. And then I went to uh, Huntington Beach and did this like shitty venue, right? Yeah. Just like families, like the wasps, you know? Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it's crickets. Oh, yeah. Damn. It crushed me. Oh, it's. Because that's my A material. Like, no, I, I don't have anything better than <laughs> that. But uh, honestly, <laughs> as a comedian, you need to have your A material yeah. die a slow death and then yeah. go, okay. Maybe yeah. I need to change it for because I I've had that happen a lot. I mean, having been on the road a lot, what crowd would you say is the toughest though? They're different kind of toughness, yeah. right? I mean, well, like to, yeah, it, it, you can never slay like a just an open mic. Like, yeah, I probably like <laughs> open mic crowds. Yeah. No, um, actually, you know what? We did an open mic. I remember we um, I was on the road with somebody. We were doing like um, we were hitting up. Um, Pasco, Washington, to do this really shitty casino. Okay. Um, and then so it was like three days at this shitty casino, and we didn't stay at the casino because it was so shitty. We stayed at these. They put you up in not a hotel. It was like old retail offices uh-huh. that were awful. <laughs> that sounds really dystopian. Oh, it's just <laughs> dystopian. It was just, and then we the. Fourth, it was either like three or four nights of that, and then the fifth night we drive up to Spokane, mm-hmm. and then did a show um, at this bar. Spokane, Washington. Yeah. Oh. Okay. And so while we drove up there, we were there early. So me and this head, the, I was featuring this guy. Justin was headlining, and we're like, "Oh, let's check out this comedy club that was in a trailer." Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, okay. Brick house yeah. wall, and there was an open mic. And uh-huh. honestly, we went in. They were 
the nicest comics. I mean, we were, yeah. <laughs> you know, like they were well, just. Well, it's, it's usually like the most hole in the wall places I like the most. Yeah. yeah. They were so cool. They were totally yeah. cool with us. We did a spot before. And to be honest, that night that I did, I remember in Spokane, I did not have a great set. Yeah. Justin had a good set. I just, I was not connecting with the crowd. The, nobody hosted. It was just like a cold, like, mm-hmm. like the guy goes up and goes, we got comedy. Here's bro. <laughs> Which is fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can handle that. Here's totally. a, 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 a row. Yeah. <laughs> you know? For the most part, I can handle a situation. But like, th- it just was not. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. It wasn't clicking. It wasn't connecting. Um, I couldn't get the crowd. It was kind of rowdy, but I just couldn't get them. And then um, uh, Justin's like, "Hey, do you want to?" Uh, the way the run goes, because it was a certain type of run. Yeah. The way the run goes is you can do Spokane and then you can drive back down and stay in those shitty uh, rooms that they had for you, the retail offices. Yeah. Yeah. But he's like, hey, do you want to just keep driving and see if we can get back to San Francisco? Because he lived there and then I would drive back to L.A. And oh, I was like, damn. fuck yeah, let's do it. I want to get out of here. <laughs> he said, if we get tired, we'll just pull over in two hours, stay the night, you know. Jesus. So what we did was we just did like. I drove for like 10 hours. He drove for 10 hours. And then I got to San Francisco. And I think his girlfriend was like, oh, I'm going to set something up so Ro can like sleep. And I was like, no, nah, I'm just going to shower and I'm going to drive to L.A. And I drove another seven hours to L.A. Wow. And I got home. Damn, <laughs> That's how rough that it is. is I, I really want to tell the story of, okay, I have a friend from China visiting just recently. Mm-hmm. He actually organizes like the biggest sh- comedy shows, like stand-up shows in China. Because China oh, yeah. just had a scene started like five years ago. Okay. Wow. So I've heard that. China yeah. So he was running like the biggest club and everything. And he was opening for whoever's traveling to China. Mm-hmm. You know, from America or, or Britain, like he was the opener for them. Oh, right? cool. Okay. But he's, I think he's okay. He's okay. Yeah. And then he's like, <laughs> he, he travel here. Is that I want, I want to do this open mic hopping. So I took him to like different open mics, uh-huh. me and another friend of mine uh, who's, who's like 10 years in, like he was, he's really good comic. Uh, he had an album and everything. Mm-hmm. So he's like a semi headliner. Like I'm like, you know, a little bit, a few years in. Yeah. And then it's my friend. So we started out in uh, Lexington. In downtown oh God, LA. I've been yeah. And then <laughs> the terrible. room is just so rough. Like, my uh-huh. the headliner friend just bombed. Like, I was very lucky because I immediately realized because he went into his material directly. Yeah. Nobody's listening. You can't do so that. I have to do some, like, really not. Now, I wouldn't say edgy, like really dirty jokes about the room yeah. to grab their attention. For so, sure. So, luckily, I, did, I wouldn't say I killed, but I didn't. I didn't suffer. Yeah, exactly. you know, I didn't suffer, right? Exactly. And then my yeah. friend went up. Of course, he of course he bombed like everybody else. And then we just got into this argument. He's like, "I don't think this is working. I don't think this open mics is is worth it at all. You know, like this is not a good way to test your material." Blah blah blah. And I just like, I like, dude, you're so fucking sheltered because yeah. in China it's a new thing. Even an open mic night, like fucking hundred people oh, yeah. audience would show up there yeah mm-hmm. i said look this is la this is how we do it he said why don't you just go to a better open mic i said well this one is rough but you don't know what is a better open mic like mm-hmm. a same room uh if it's not a comedy store or a hollywood improv let's not talk about the big clubs mm-hmm. let's say sigmore tavern which is a place i actually like mm-hmm. some night just dead yeah mm-hmm. some oh, night yeah. is awesome like there are people there they're mm-hmm. cheering 
And how would you know if it's a good night or bad night? There's no like fucking uh, room forecast, right? <laughs> There's nothing. You, you just yeah. have to you just uh-huh. have to go. And his point is like, you don't really grow in this kind of thing. He said, no, I think that's how you grow. You have to have a thick skin. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, then no, absolutely. You get you get spoiled. Yeah. If you only do a club and that's it. And then we went to uh, the another one and another one. We went to the tavern. Then the last one is at the pack theater, the set list. Yes. And then he put, <laughs> I, I said, are you, are you sure you want to do, like to the point, like the first mic crushed him. He was a seasoned Chinese comic. He was doing it for four years. Mm-hmm. He said, I don't want to go up. Like he just, I don't want to go you up. You must be good though about like performing in China. He must be, have a lot of clean material. No, he he does oh, he, English oh, and Chinese. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and okay. and then the and then on pack theater, I said this is an improv okay. mic. They give you suggestions, and yeah. his English is not perfect. Okay, not very good. It's like my English is better than him. I said, well, you you might want to be careful with this one. He said, okay, you know, I just drop my name in, and then he saw the suggestions, and like eighty percent of words he never heard of. Um, Whoa! Really? Yes. Like he doesn't know what's the retainer. You know, he doesn't like a lot of the terms. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and then he and then he was like, "Can I just back out?" And then the guy was on stage and and his own dad is your his name, and I saw him just trembling physically. (laughs) Damn. At the corner. Because he wanted to talk. He said, oh, can I talk to the guy, you know? But the guy was always busy with something. Yeah. Like, he couldn't really grab uh-huh. him. And he was, like, physically trembling there. And then oh. So d- did he at least get a laugh for that? Like, yeah, and then, <laughs> he, and then he talked to that guy. Explained okay. Why, you know, okay, so they went easy on him. So Because they prepared the suggestions. Okay. So they gave something like, what, do, what does it mean? Like, ov- obviously, like, basic level English that you can't understand. Yeah. So he survived. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. But But, like, just from him, like... I'm like, look, this is the life I chose. Like, this is what I'm doing now. Like, yeah. you think you're, like, you're so fucking spoiled. Like, yeah. this is L.A. I don't know about New York. I would assume it's not anything better than this. As, no. You know? Yeah. No. The, I mean, the scenes changed, yeah. obviously. But, but but I think it's that's why we all the best the are lights. here. That's why the best are here. I mean, in because New York, of you the had shittiness. a lot of stage time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, you can get a lot of stage time out of here, but I'm saying, like, there was a lot of stage time in New York and, but there were open mics and we were all, but this was also a different time. You know, we Mm -hmm. didn't, everybody wasn't on their phones. Like you went to Uh the club, uh, an open mic and you all sat there and you really only had each other to, Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, you, you literally, we didn't even really have cell phones. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. You know, we were just there with our notepads. Oh, that's so, that's something I never thought about. Yeah. I mean, it was was better that way. Because I never live in the age that there's no, there was no cell phone. Yeah. I mean, it was when I started, it was 99. So it's not like we didn't have cell phones invented uh-huh. you know i, I mean they I were there spoke english back then. but <laughs> i was seven <laughs> keep, keep going <laughs> i was older than that but yeah. um but it's ser- it, we just had and uh one of my favorite ones is at this comedy club called new york comedy club and mc really made the open mic because he was he would do a recap oh. of the week before and type it up and read it. Like oh, that was so funny. Such a great idea. Fun. It was like, mm-hmm. you know. It's um, like a, a review, like a yeah. Yelp review. He was oh, really, he made, everybody made it fun. And then when you were done with that, you're like, hey, do you guys want to hop over to like Brooklyn and do another open mic? So you just hop, you knew where the open mics were because everybody told you, you know, you'd start to go out on the scene. You'd um, just know somebody like, oh, check out that mic. or check. And, and I'm talking about some of the mics were like, 40 comics signed up but we all hung out and or if you'd go outside and come back it was just 
it was a really fun time in in stand up back then, um, and but really supportive. What's the difference between the New York scene and here? Just more stage time, even uh, today. Well, um, I don't want to say like. Well, there's more clubs now in New York than there were when I was there because I think they got the stand and they've got uh, a couple more that were added. Um, but in New York, you could. You could walk. That's the biggest thing. The, Take the, the subway. Access. I yeah. actually used to drive, and I drive up and down Manhattan, and you drive up to like, you know, um, there was a lot of you networked a lot more. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, because really that was part of it. Yeah, and you would just, I don't know. I was with Lisa a lot, so I would do my Lisa up and uh, yeah, oh. I was kind of like with her every night. So I'd end my night at the comedy cellar, taking notes for her. Oh. And watching everybody kind of work their stuff out, which was really fun. Yeah. Um, but that's after I did like three spots that night. Or I- the difference is like we had things called prom shows. Mm-hmm. And that's where you perform for prom kids, but your spots were like 2.45 in the morning. Wait, wait, wait. Actual what? high what school proms? Mean? Yeah. Like after the prom. Wait, yeah, yeah. Like, that's the thing? Like, Well, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't know. I didn't go it. to my high school prom. Yeah, they would do prom sh- We would do prom shows. Okay. So they'd buy comedy club tickets, mm-hmm. and your spots were either like one fifteen or 2.45 in the morning. Mm. And they'd pay you for those spots. Can you do anal jokes? Wait, do you they do have whatever. the concept of a prom in China? You could do whatever you had to do to survive because those kids were rowdy and drunk and they were like... Yeah, they're not like kids these days. No, they were like, tell us <laughs> it triggered. Yeah, they were just teenage brats. So you're like, yeah. oh, shut the fuck up. I'll buy you alcohol after the show. <laughs> and you wouldn't, but you're like, shut up. Lisa you know? Finelli, my, she might be good, you know, f- suitable for those crowds. Like she would just tear yeah, she was She was not doing those at the time. She was... Like, well, basically what she was doing was like what I do now is like one nighters in bars. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, she, but she was very she knew how to market even back then without mm-hmm. everything that we have now. Mm-hmm. She just knew how to build her her list up of people. And then when she got the first roast, that was kind of she took that as an opportunity to go, hey, it's you know, check me out. I'm doing this. And then we'd also like fucking drive up to the Montreal Comedy Festival and crash it. I mean, she just was like, let's go. And I'm like, OK. I'm 21. Who cares? Wow. Yeah. Fucking let's go. Another big difference. Um, well, it, it used to be uh, back in the day, like that New York was known to be that place where you can hit up many clubs in a night. Yes. But mm-hmm. now it's like practically the same. Cause if yes. you do, do go to the clubs anyway, you're, you're kind of stuck mm-hmm. as far the as lottery like, or getting it drawn. So I think the biggest difference now is like in LA, it's a lot more like industry centric. Yes, that's where it's like it, exactly like half of the people just want to be actors. Let's yeah. Face it. Well, yeah, because yeah. you get what they called in New York. What they would call it was a bridge and tunnel crowd. Okay. So yeah. the bridge and tunnel crowd was people that come in from Long Island and Brooklyn uh-huh. and Queens, yeah. and they want a show. So uh, there's a more of a blue collar feel in New York than oh. it is in LA. So yeah. they're like, well, if you want to get into the showbiz, you got to get to LA. Yeah. Like this is fine if you want to do comedy and just do your thing. I, and I'm sure things have changed now. They mm-hmm. brought some shows over to New York, mm-hmm. that, so I, yeah. I do know things have changed. But in New York, m- most likely, you'll and it's not like you can't get great crowds in LA here. I don't want to say that. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. but. There's the industry that's in New York. Is, it's different. I'm sorry. It's different there th- than here. It's more you're going to get more of like the yeah. the crowd that's not looking to be too cool 
Yeah. Like, they, uh-huh. they don't care. They're not in yeah. the business. Yeah, being trendy is important here. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like, oh, we're, you know, we're yeah. in the business. And you're like, okay, well, can you laugh? You know, but, mm-hmm. uh, and, yeah. and I've had great shows out here. Mm-hmm. In club, I mean, I've yeah. had fantastic club shows. So I can't even say like, oh, it's, not, it, it's true. You What's your favorite venues here? Uh, well, you know, I love, not so local. I love the Ontario Improv. That's my favorite club. I've never been there. Oh, I love it. It's so, the crowd's fun. It's, it's not like Irvine Improv, is it? No. Irvine. <laughs> <laughs> I played the. I feel like I shit on OC like, too much. I like the Irvine, <laughs> but I have done it. I, mm-hmm. That whole thing where you've done a joke where you're like, I know this joke. The, is the, not they have a, they have a fake brick wall on a projector. Oh, yeah. you know, yeah. wait, on a projector? Yes. Oh, that's even funnier. They don't have I a brick I was going to say, like, there uh, used to be, uh, the, the, the what used to be, like, Flappers and Claremont had, like, yes. wallpaper. Yeah, wallpaper. <laughs> a, a brick wall. Wallpaper, wall. that's even better than um, on a projector. But a projector is just a waste of energy. I know. Yeah. And then they have an open <laughs> mic. So on the, like they have an open mic outside, so it's in the plaza. You no. know, Irvine, it's just full of plazas. Uh, yeah, it's they full all of, look like, the same. Yeah. And, like, and then you basically, you just hold, you just do your set, and people are walking <laughs> by. Oh, my God. I mean, I look, like, what the fuck outside, is so loud here? Still like, <laughs> and uh, but I do like, I do mm-hmm. have a good time at the comedy store. Okay, so I I will say I have I've had fun at the comedy store a lot, mm-hmm. and um, and I've had well I haven't I don't think I've performed I can't remember if I performed in the main room of the improv since it's changed over I've done the lab a few times, but um I, I you know I've had fun at the Laugh Factory I love the Long Beach Laugh Factory that's a beautiful club hmm. and it's oh they have huge. a Long Beach branch yeah I know they have one in Reno in the yeah casino. they have one in Reno they yeah. have one in Chicago I played the one in New York years ago but it's gone now um and uh yeah I've just I'm trying to think I like you know I had a good time at Flappers the other night so Flappers, I've been, <laughs> I, I've been too many times. Mm. I, I I got rebooked, so I'm I'm gonna stop right here. Yeah, you yeah. know it's, uh, <laughs> the open mic or comedy podcast when you're talking about flappers. Yeah, <laughs> everybody is. <laughs> <a> <laughs> well, <laughs> I usually no. This this is a joke. This is an inside joke in my little circle. It's you go up uh-huh. and then you bond. And you're like, hey, fuck you guys. This joke worked at Flappers. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good joke. That's a great joke. Maybe um, a little insidery, yeah. but <laughs> very it's okay. I think that's funny, but I'm used to. Uh, <laughs> Fuck you guys! I'm you don't get to, it. Yeah, no, I, trust me. I used to teach there, so I, uh, I know a thing or two. Um, but you used to teach at FU, the yes, prestigious I FU. I did teach there. I did. Um, years and many years ago in New York, I had yeah. written a sitcom with a friend. Well, she got me involved, and it was called FU. Yeah. But it was a different premise, and oh, it had nothing to do. But I was like, oh, look at that. I guess FU's out the door now. But, I mean, it wasn't going to go anywhere. But, but anyway. the thing is, they're like, it's FU. G- get it? <laughs> I guess. Trust me. <laughs> just, I'm oh. not going to say much about that. I'm just going to say that I had a fun time there the other night. <laughs> but um, I, uh, yeah, so, I mean, as far as, like, I also like off-the-beaten path venues. They're fun. I mean, mm-hmm. I've been... I've been to places. I always prefer when the venue knows that there's comedy okay. <laughs> and the crowd knows. Yeah, and you're not like, "Hey, we're turning off this major sports event." We're do oh some my comedy. gosh! Like, yeah, 
Yeah. So you're like, I want to watch football. Um, <laughs> or like the Lakers lose a major thing. And you're like, hey, you ready for comedy? <laughs> that, that makes me think now that about. Um, so I, I have this friend like uh, maybe it's not a good idea to do comedy in a show where. You know, you're supposed to do music and spoken word, like yeah, <laughs> like like he, maybe it's he's the one that's being too insistent. Yeah, because like when he was telling me about the story about like like man, I don't like this crowd. It's full of like musicians, uh, it's the full. <laughs> and, like spoken word. Like they don't yeah. understand me, a stand up. Oh yeah, they don't <laughs> like, now, get now, me. Now I'm like now now I think about it. Like this is this is the wrong perspective, man. Like you should have never gone there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like you don't belong there. Like you are intruding on their territory. They're- so many spots like you know we should have comedy You're like actually this is not the venue <laughs> yeah I, I think comedy should just just be comedy like it's not. It's, it's not a good idea but oh. the, the, the problem is everybody's here right and then yeah you have the big three and then you probably have another four clubs that are like just uh, straight up comedy clubs haha's yes. ice house west side uh, yeah. comedy club and and i do love the ice house i will say the ice house is always fun I've oh. always had a good time with yeah. the ice house. I think those those are s- six of them. And then what else? Flappers? Flappers is like Flappers. full-time comedy club. Full-time comedy club. So and seven. They're You're trying, I think that they're trying to do that with the dojo also for the Sycamore. Yeah, but it was it's still a sports bar. Tech, yes. 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 Upstairs, yes. though, they're trying to do that. So, as so now we're club. talking about seven clubs. And there's a new one now that's starting up called the Acme. Oh, Acme, that's right next to where I live. In North yeah. Hollywood? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. They're starting it up again. Yeah, but that's an improv theater. No, they're trying to do stand-up. Sketch. Okay, they're trying to just mm-hmm. pivot to, to stand-up. Yeah. But, but at least at least yeah. for the weekends. Okay, but yeah. but those, the, the, the seven clubs, they have like shows practically every day. Yeah, it's very rare that they're closed any night. They're op- well, Flappers used to be closed on Mondays. Yeah, but the thing is like you're basically fighting for spots over, over there. And if you only want to do clubs, if you're only, well, which is impossible, yeah, I mean, which is I'm impossible. I'm regular. Yeah. I'll put that in quotes at the improv, which just yeah. means I send in my avails every week and they never book me. Oh, oh. yeah. I mean, I'm why? Because like, the, the. Oh, because I'm not. You pissed off somebody there? No, I'm just not on the. I'm not in there. You're in that between phase. Like your friends, friends and family, your friends and family. Your oh, friends know yeah, okay. they would request you. They've done that before. I've been booked for certain shows. Yeah. And when I work, you know, when I've done the lab, I, you know, I'm, I get paid and everything, but, um, but you're not in the comedy juice circuit where you're, you know, famous or, you know, that kind of thing. It's hard to get just regular comics in there because yeah. the rosters either produce shows yeah. that have their own lineup and you're not that comic that they're throwing up because they have so many comics. Yes. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Or so hard. you're not yeah. famous enough to drop in and do a set. So you're in that weird Stay, which whatever you just kind of you kind of go okay whatever you know like for me i look at it like i send in my avails i'm still on the list whatever but what do you do as your next step to be like well how can i become that comic you walk into any club and then just get on you yeah. have to build a brand yourself yeah sometimes that's you have to work welcome on. you back just try you know or you work there that's another route uh, yeah that's another route yeah um you know as you uh, so as you guys were like talking about this this entire time i i just had this very dystopian fantasy in my mind <laughs> where <was> like <laughs> you had this king right and all the comedians are are kind of like detainees 
in this mm-hmm. this refugee camp. Yeah. Sounds about right. And like um but they're all, they're in a bathroom. <laughs> and so when the king comes and takes a shit like in in his like stall he has like this kind of slit that he puts to the side like like in a you know a door hole pretty much and that's the time when the comedians do comedy yeah, it's I while mean, it's the king not, takes the shit it's not far o- away from the actual reality of it <laughs> so the king in this in this scenario will be the booker yes i, I guess so. so i don't know it's a very so. very psychological thing to yeah. interpret yeah yeah, that is. I don't know why my w- mind works that way. It's okay. I think you should you should talk about it on stage. Uh, you know what? You know what? Just confuse you know the shit you know, out of You know people. why I'm having these delusions? Mm-hmm. Why is that? The movie Cats. Oh, yes. you gotta talk about that. You yes, gotta talk like about I it. I saw it. Oh, you did. And it it changed every value I've had, <laughs> and and I oh, and I embraced it. Yeah. You, so you liked it? I fucking loved it. I I've, oh, I felt no. more emotions watching it. Huh. You don't like it sarcastically. You genuinely likes like Yeah, it. I I like their uh I like the insanity of it, like uh, how it I think it you're has the first person I heard that mm. liked it. Yeah. yeah. It's because like <laughs> Next it was my works in a very different way. It's so shameless. They they were just not afraid of like the risks they took at all. Like they, there's an innocence in their being so No, it's sh- not innocent. It's, it's not very innocent perfect. malicious. It's it's very. They're like, malicious. hey, let me fuck you in the ass and see if you can take it. These people, and the studio's gonna pay for it. Maybe, yeah. they, 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 everybody put their heart and soul into this movie to just be mocked. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, I know. That's, that's true. pretty, that's that's pretty true. cruel. That's the thing, that's like, because show business people. I'm not talking about comedians or actors. Like everybody, including like post production or or PA or whatever. You all have like. 12, 14 hour days. Right? Yes, professionalism. Oh, yeah. You fucking yeah. pour your heart and soul and at least your time yeah. in it, you're working as a slave. For the fuck what? You better be something good. Just to see. But most of the out. time, <laughs> it's a piece of shit. And then exactly. you pour your heart and soul in. And you miss your, you know, son's birthday and football game. I don't think <laughs> for, um, <laughs> I'm going to see cat. Uh. Why not? You should. Everybody should. Like everybody. I think, I think the more you don't want to see cats, the more you should. I think I should see it with a bunch of friends and then drinking a beer you be or high something. If you see it, but yeah. um, yeah. I remember when I took like a dance class when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was like one of those dance classes that was like in Long Island. Like I was eighties. Yeah, it was all. Okay. It was eighties. <laughs> And oh, so Sinai fever after that. No, the, like staying the alive. The no, whole I was aerobic. I was born thing. in '78, so oh, okay. um, I was maybe like eight or something. Uh, okay. And it was in Long Island. Uh huh. <laughs> a lot of times, some of the businesses that you went to were like in people's basements. Like Whoa. a hairdresser was Ooh. in the basement. So Angela's dance class was in her basement, and we and she built a stage in her backyard. Wow. And we did cats. And oh, no. It was terrible Fuck. because it was raining. What? And no. so <laughs> Jesus. We still the soggy. Just all the parents were were sitting out in this rain waiting for their kids to perform cats. God damn. And oh, anyway, no. So we were, like in the garbage can waiting for our cue. But it's like um, a Louis C like like a sh- episode from Louis. Yeah, it was like the problem was it was so slippery that the girls were coming out to like do the opening number where you're like 
Yeah, the Jellicle cats. The yeah, they, they came Jellicle. out like jumped yeah. in the air and <laughs> slipped and cats. fell. Like they would fall because oh, it was no. so slow. It was raining. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, this is a comedy gag. Well, they were like, ow, ow, you know. And then, and then ow, ow. So, no, they meow, meow. Yeah, meow, meow. <laughs> they were meow. not characters. Uh, Jeez. And a mom, I remember oh, mom stood no. up. Some mom's like, hey, I don't need my kid breaking her arm. Cancel oh. the show. Oh. <laughs> all the parents like, yes, kids. And me and my sister like, popped up from the garbage can. We like, looked over and the whole crowd was like, what are you doing? Kid? You know, because they didn't want their kids breaking their arms and they're going to be in the hospital. So Jeez, we had to stop that production. You should you should tell us. I mean, you're the coach, but I haven't told that story. It sounds like a bit. I know. Especially so now. Funny. Uh, yeah. Especially <laughs> now. Have you guys seen Cats? You just start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also, since I wasn't like a really good dancer, I was just, you don't really you have, don't to, have be, to be a good, I mean, think about be. the idea of cats. They put way James too, Corden. They put way yeah. too much work and thought into it. Because, I mean, think about what they did was anybody can do. Just roll their shoulders around and yeah. like be really pervy. And they're sending like the, body. they're sending like a patch to, uh, to the theater, like a technical, you know, when you, when you, uh, when you, when you like release a software or, or yeah, video games. Yeah, for a video game. Oh. Yeah. You have they, a, like a patch a to fix the, Technical bugs in it. You really? release a patch. Yeah. But this is the first time a movie have to send like a it patch. It has ever done that. Yeah. Really? To a theater. Yeah, because the visual effects the... were like so they didn't finish on time. So wonky. Oh my god. Because <laughs> like oh yeah, it's some bugs to the, first, the Alpha like, Channel, the, the green screen. This is getting better and better. I mean, I can't <laughs> imagine how much they money they spent on that. hundred oh. million to make six million. Oh. oh. <laughs> Worse than what wasn't Waterworld like that? Yes, it is bad. I mean, in terms of a ratio, it yeah. is. Waterworld was like a hundred million or something. Yeah, I feel bad for whoever yeah. put money into it, but then I feel good again because they probably have a lot of money. So fuck you guys, you know. <laughs> look at one hundred million. <laughs> but I feel bad for the production people. Cats the movie. I, I, the, I, the, the investors, for good like, for you. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I feel for more for like the say like the. The dancers or somebody yeah, that really the put grip. their heart but and soul. That sound yeah. really felt like. You know? I, I understand you want to get you got to get stars to sell the movie, mm-hmm. but the thing is, like, you really didn't have to get stars because they're all dressed like cats. Like, uh, why don't you just get like a couple of celebrities? And I just Elba. What the fuck is he doing there? He was in there too. He was in there. It's because everything was great on paper. Like you had Tom Hooper, who he has an Oscar. It, like all these other A-list actor guys showed up. Like, it it all seems great on paper. Like, oh, I mean, the play made four billion dollars. Like, but, but sometimes plays should just stay. So yes, a good exactly. idea. it's just a bad idea. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> and some people just got high on their clout. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> and l- literally, like you're looking, Cats has been on Broadway for a Cats long time. Cats is really insane. I have no idea why it is so a, successful as a play even. Yeah. Because the play actually makes me cringe more than the movie. Yeah. Really? Well, yeah. also... I've I, never seen it. I think also, too, uh, what happened was that there were some successful like Broadway to film. Uh-huh. I, I think Chicago did pretty good. Um, oh, Chicago is really good. Yeah, yeah. I like Chicago it was a lot. Pretty yeah, but it's all grounded in reality in a, in a yes, story. Much more, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, much more in a, a reality. Yeah. And I think Burlesque did pretty good considering. Um, but yeah, Cats, I don't know why we had to do that. But, but yeah, I, I, <laughs> Do you think I, Hamilton will be turning to a movie anytime soon? I don't know, but I've heard Hamilton's fantastic. So 
I think it it's a timepiece. Am I correct? Is it a timepiece? It's like a historical revisionist. I feel like they can make that a successful movie because, you know, people yeah. have a real. They also really love. I think people are drawn to mm-hmm. time. Did, did you watch? Did you watch the episode in Curb Your Enthusiasm when uh when uh when Miranda. What is Lin what Manuel fuck? Miranda? Yeah, yeah. Let's call him Rem- Miranda. Uh-huh. <laughs> and and he he and uh, Larry David is supposed to make this you know project together. And that episode is so funny. Oh, I haven't yeah. seen that. I've season nine. Seen a season few. nine. I love Curb, but I haven't seen all of them. Jeez, that reminds me. He was a fucking asshole in that episode. It was really good. I, I I didn't finish that season, but I remember in the early episodes, it was about like a fatwa. Fatwa, yeah. Yeah, and I and it I'm makes and, it's really <laughs> fucked up how like you know with the the whole uh, Iran thing is <laughs> <laughs> just coming back. Oh yeah, they mentioned Oh that? my gosh! Oh, oh well. Yeah. That's the problem. One of my favorite comedy. Yeah. Oh yeah, I haven't seen a lot of Curb, but I have liked what I've seen. The funny thing is, I used to like to watch just comedy, you know, TV series, and the yeah. more I get into stand up. Like the more desensitized I am, yes. like like fewer and fewer shows, you know, succeeded to get my attention because yes. I feel like the jokes on stage or whatever. It's like Louis is like one of the best, right? But I can't even watch like network sitcom anymore. Uh huh. Yeah. So and then I can't even watch like Silicon Valley anymore, you know. Yeah. But now it just comes down to like Curb is probably the only the only show that I still it still holds up as a like I like I like to watch drama more because mm-hmm. I feel like good drama has some comedic. You know, moments in yeah, it that's sure. actually even better than pure comedy sitcoms. Yeah. Yeah, but Curb is still still good. Um, I uh, Frasier is good too. I love. I Frasier. like older. <laughs> I have I have fun with older sitcoms. Like like everybody yeah. loves Raymond. That's because like you were yeah. forced to watch him because yeah. it was you were way kid, less yeah. competitive. Married back then. with children. Yeah. All those. Th- I love Frasier though. That's that's an Frasier exception. Frasier was good. Frasier's writing. Really really I can't right. describe fa- Frasier fans like. What would you say a Frasier fan is I, like? I, am I am I a Frasier? I'm not you like. You said crazy. you like Frasier. I love Craig Frasier. I I can't see a the, common thread in Frasier fans. It's ridiculous. The, the, the writing is just so good. Yeah. The Golden Girls were good too. I thought they were really funny. The writing was fantastic on that show. The writing mm-hmm. of Frasier is really really good because they're like rich. I wouldn't say rich douchebags. They're like one step yeah. away from being a rich douchebag they're like those no but they like are upper they, middle they class seem people. like they're up one percenters yeah, yeah they mock but they mock yeah. it they, oh, okay. they, they acknowledge it they mock how how you know fucking douchey they are yeah sometimes you know check yeah. out my well, the way you describe it apartment. like yeah. it almost sounds like uh succession is kind of like fraser yes but succession is more in it's your, a drama it's a drama yeah, yeah succession is really good but but, but okay that's what face. it is people that would like succession would like fraser um, there's yeah. very different show. There are very two different shows because uh, Succession is more in your face, kind of like look at those one percenter. They're like the one okay. percenter version of Shameless Succession. Oh, okay. It's really, really. But good. I, I think yeah. it, I think those are the things that like tie it together, though. Is like yeah. w- like like if you want to just watch like one percenters, yeah, and you kind of like comedy, but in a <laughs> kind of way, <laughs> yeah. it's Succession and Frasier. Yeah, yeah. It's, it it's like the. Have you watched Succession? No, I haven't. So this main character is a pathetic beta cuck. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but he, but his father's like okay. So it's kind of like loosely based on like uh, Murdoch's family, right? Okay. So his father's like this Mongol, 
And he's a really rich, he's, he's a really rich guy. Of course, okay. his father is that. And he's very powerful. He's the CEO of a major corporation. But it doesn't change the fact he's a pathetic beta cock. I don't think that's the main <laughs> plot. No, show, but, but that's the, my but favorite I love how, part. I love how much you're obsessed that's with that. That's your favorite. I should be obsessed with that. But yeah. for some reason in that show, I'm not. Like. I just saw, um, so not, I can't really watch um, two, two serious shows, but because I think about them too much, but mm-hmm. yeah. I just saw a really disturbing documentary called okay. Don't Fuck With Cats. Oh, I remember just talking Jeez. about it. Yeah, it's it like graphic uh, image or something? Well, it's just a story, a true story about a really sick person. He Whoa. was like antisocial. He was sociopath. a psychopath. Yeah, sociopath. Jeez. Jeez. And he starts off by killing cats and then he... Yeah, I mean, if that's a thing in China too. Like people, yeah. people will like to a point. They are mm. like a, they're like like a group, and they will go to uh, shelters, pretend to be, you know, potential pet owners. Say, I want to adopt a cat, and oh. then they will bring the cats in, and they will like fucking skin them or torture them, poke their eyes out, oh my and God. they Jeez. upload the picture uh, on their thing, and then they will at the fucking asi- the shelter oh, to 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 like kind of make them feel worse. Like, hey, fuck Jeez. fuckers. Those are serial killers. Like yeah, <laughs> if you not kill one, cats, a group of them, and they are a group of serial. But killers. but in China, it, there's no law against it. It's it's sickening, Jeez. of course, so but it's unethical. But it's not Ill- illegal. You can't even charge them with it's anything. Like, but that's so. It's, that's it's like very sociopath. disturbing. Yeah, yeah. And there are a lot of there are group of them, oh. not just one person. God damn! This makes me want to like shelter a bunch of cats just to <laughs> protect yeah. them. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there are people like that in in this in in America, of course. Oh, yeah, so America is people uh, like that. In, in America has like everything, that all, uh, everywhere. But the good, the bad, and the awful. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I think China just has a lot more people. Yes, well, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. So, yeah. I mean, well, America, they have a porn ban too. So like, yeah, porn. So they, they probably have to do shit, crazy shit in real life to make up for that. Oh. Um, I think what because there's a porn ban in like, in I think China and. India. Like Iran or yeah. it's like right. Iraq or Iran. So what they do, the way like some porn uh, industries or whatever make money, it's like it's kind of like they have ways to go about it, right? So they can't stream it and you can't. Yeah, they buy VPN mm-hmm. companies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or they they like find places where they could like load up a car it's like the way that they, they or they'll pay a lot of money yeah. to get like chinese people they don't really make porn because we just watch japanese porn like we look yeah. similar you know, just, yeah. you know they're like ah, oh, we don't need to make it but there, there's ways around it yeah. but yeah. um the reason why i say that is because there's different companies that are making a killing off of the band the yeah. band like yeah yeah, yeah especially england BBS. right because they they Probably. had a band like i think last year and uh, and they and actually Mind Geek partnered with the British government so that like if you want to legally quote unquote get porn you have to register your credit card with the British government through mm. Mind Geek which is a porn company. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, is that's that? right. <laughs> that's cra- well, that's what they were saying. Like that in these really strict countries, they're they're making a lot of money because. It's like uh, I forgot the way they described it. It's like you go and you're you're gonna pay a lot of money to get porn. Yeah. So uh-huh. if there's different, not bootlegs or like you know speakeasies of porn, but I'm mm-hmm. saying like they buy 
something that's not traceable, basically, yeah. so that they could yeah. take it home and, and put it in a device and then watch porn. Yeah. Um, so it, th- the way they set it up, I was like, how, uh, I think we're me and Ginger were talking about like how these people are like, oh, here's how they make a lot of money. I mean, I'm talking like a lot of money. From yeah. It. Because yeah. if you can't get porn, but you offer something where you're not going to get caught, you'll pay a lot of money for it. Yeah, that's right. I, I mean, if anything, like it's a great business model because like porn is like too free and too abundant. In, yeah. Yeah. In, like in, in our state. Freedom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But in other places, it's and that's I, balanced. If like you, if you, if you get like two porns in your life, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, be, it's kind of stable that way. I remember in t- early two thousands in China, there's a case, uh, a couple, married couple, mm-hmm. they were watching porn in their house, and Did then they get their, their neighbor uh, snitched. <gasps> Tattletail, what an asshole! I and then the fucking police broke into broke into their I mean, house and handcuffed them, and they're a fucking married couple. Like legally married, you know, not just dating. But or, or that kind of stuff infuriates. That's early two thousands. Like here now, focus it's not like on that. like yeah. real problems like child porn and sex trafficking. No, and, just, and just that. porn. Like that's what you need to focus on, not couples that are putting on a porn tape. They're probably trying to improve the quality of their marriage. Yeah, and let them, let them. That, what a lovely thing. Yeah. Let them live. Married couples don't do that I, anymore. I don't no. know what marriage is going well. <laughs> like the government or the tattletale. <laughs> Both of them. The snitch, so snitches. Yeah. Uh, snitches get stitches. <laughs> what's interesting is, like in, I don't know if porn's banned in Korea, but uh, the thing about it is. You mean South Korea or North Korea? I mean, North Korea, everything's banned, but <laughs> South Korea, yeah. I'm not okay. sure what. It's banned, yeah. It's banned. South Korea is definitely but banned. But what's interesting at South Korea is like when you're driving around. I mean, I wasn't. I mean, I wasn't driving around. I was in the uh, b- tour bus, but there was um, like women just waiting to be. Yeah, it's weird. Prostitution yeah. is le- Prostitution. legal. They're oh, called really? like doomies. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're. Just ja- I was talking about with Jamie the yeah. other day. Like, oh Jamie, okay, they were Jamie's like Korean. they were literally like yeah. just in the window waiting, and I'm like, so uh, that's just the ironic. The yeah. irony of it is like, yeah. oh, so women can just be there and wait to be bought, but you can't have porn. It. I, I just find that. I'm not sure, though, if it's like officially legal. It might be a under the, you know, it's like, uh, it's it's like speed limits kind of. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, they were kind of in the front window texting in their underwear. Okay. So I'm like, well, I'm pretty sure they're selling a certain product. Yeah. But. Who knows? It, it could have restrictions too. It could, it's not necessarily where it's like, oh, you're gonna go in and get laid. It could just be like, well, as long as you're giving a happy ending, it's fine. Or it's <laughs> under the guise of a massage. But we were also like, uh, at one point when we we're in this bar, me and the other <laughs> female comedians, and we we're like, I think this is a prostitute bar. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're like, nobody. Okay, uh, there's a lot of men here. And the women are talking to them. <laughs> we'll see. We don't know. But yeah, that I mean, that happens. That's not like it's unusual that you can't have that in any country. Uh-huh. It's just interesting that I find that there's a lot of like they a lot ha- of weird repression kind of yes. going on where it's like, uh, I want to do that with that. And it's like uh, in the States, yeah. I think Nevada in Nevada is legal. There's yes. like Bunny Ranch. Is, I watched a documentary on, on HBO, the not a documentary, the show called <gasps> the Bunny Ranch. Yeah, the Bunny something. Ranch. And um, there's also the Mustang Ranch. Um that's wow. also another one. I, I kind of want to go there. None of our, wanna, I want to just, yeah, I don't know. You just want to visit like a zoo, like just gawk at them? Well, like, one of my, our porn star guests, she okay. works once a year at, I think it's the Mustang. 
Does she get paid well? She gets paid really well. Whoa. Really well. And those kind of places, you're treated a lot better now on the street if you're out on the street cookies on the corner Mm -hmm. yeah the corner yeah Yeah, i mean obviously everybody's who but they get uh, but you also have to be a certain status i think to get into those kind of places you know Mm. what i mean like you can't they don't just take in anybody they take okay specific people jeez so i think what is the audition maybe i have a a bit i have a bit about uh, me trying to be a go digger of course not but that's (laughs) that's a bit right yeah because i'm tired of working hard right Mm -hmm. and i'm like yo people look down upon it but think about it how many of you guys are working a job that you actually like so what is the real difference between between getting fucked spiritually and getting fucked literally for way more money that's very true way more money but now i'm thinking what's the difference between a go digging go digger uh-huh. Like straight up gold digger and a hooker. Um, there's not probably an age difference. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I th- I think uh, I think uh, a hooker is uh, has a lot more volume than a than a than a gold digger, whereas a gold digger Just has way more billable hours. Oh, <laughs> that's oh, that's interesting. And I bet there's a lot less walking. For a gold digger, yeah, yeah. for a hooker, and but I think, I think the bar is higher for gold digger, right? Like you have to be, I think you target uh, higher clientele. Yeah, yeah, and it's more about getting that huge bonus on that divorce. <laughs> well, you got to put ten years in at least. In oh, yeah, okay. yeah, and if you pop out a kid, it's it's helpful. Yeah, okay. so my joke is like I can't get the high clientele, so my targets are old men <laughs> with pre-existing conditions. <laughs> And a size before one k. I think the world is full of you guys could be like a, that. a sugar baby. <laughs> oh, there's a website. Is it still on, around? Yeah, of course it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah. I'm surprised. Like, um, I'm surprised they there hasn't been like a le- anything like legally um, since or or they haven't gone after it basically because it's very transparent in yeah. a way. It's it's basically kind of like. Uh, reconfiguring what is kind of prostitution, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, what's the legality of it, and mm-hmm. what are they able to get away with, and stuff. Like. But yeah, it's a website; it's still going. I mean, wow. even Backpage came back. And you know who suffers from like this the most? Men like you. Well, like just, <laughs> just, 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 just very like autistic people that like need. Like extreme, like kind of like you do this a step a and then step uh-huh. b. Yes, yes. Because yes, like yes, with yes. this whole sugar baby thing, it's like you ha- you ha- you need straightforward like, the social skills where it's like like so can you do that and like negotiate and like th- these kind of soft skills where, where like uh yeah a lot of incels are like autists so it's like like. Fuck! I want steps. That's <laughs> interesting. <laughs> yeah. Where's the instruction? I like how you're like. Just, just tell me what to do. It's like, like IKEA. <laughs> you, you buy a IKEA. Can you just piece, be honest? Right? There will be a fucking instruction, a little pamphlet, to tell you. Yes. One, two, three, four. How to put this thing together? Straightforward. Yeah. I mean, if I, dating I is that straightforward and easy. I think that's why you have a lot of autists into these uh, what I what I call like e thoughts or you know like the Twitch chicks that Twitch. Yeah, like the, oh, okay, gamers or the boob, ga- boob, booby streamers where like booby <laughs> like the there are these guys that just give these women like free money basically. Yeah. 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 
Well, um, uh, I don't know what came first, um, the incel movement or <laughs> uh, booby stream or... Uh, That's called well, girls, right? There's been variations of incel throughout all of history, so... I'm they, sure. There's, they were first, so, so I think this... Streamer thing is kind of new in a way, yeah. True, true. true I think true. scam girls such a better business than being a hooker. Yes, totally. Because like yeah. you don't have to touch anybody. Exactly. So you you don't get STD, and then you yeah. don't have to go to places. A lot of the porn stars we'd have. It's not dangerous. Were um, they do cam girl work? Yeah, uh, as a, a yeah. side thing. I mean, because some some men will pay them, and then some men um, will they have a wish list. Mm. So they're like, this is what I want, and they'll gift them. So they'll get paid. Oh, on the underwear and stuff. Whatever they want. Unwashed uh, underwear. Damn, you have to there. meet this guy. Like he 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 was a an old guest on the show like way back. Uh, Ian, like yeah. But like he used to uh, he used to be a cam boy. Whoa! Uh, like for, he would for, just like jack off on for camera girl, for, for women, money for, for men for like for guys like on Wall Street. But is he gay? No, he's not. He's not gay. No, that's the and thing he's that he's not. He's okay with it. No, well, it's something he used to do. Well, his client but he, he is can't gay. Can't do it any right? Are gay? Yeah, I like, guess it's so. a, a yeah. common thing actually. Straight men like it's gay. Th- yeah, a lot of gay, gay guys are pay. into straight guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they like the idea that they're watching a straight guy jerk off. Now, for the cam boys, they don't. For them, it's more of like they don't have to show their face. They don't have to show. They need really, to jerk off anyway. You don't. It's basically them telling themselves. Like, I can't speak for camboys, but I'm saying like jerking off and just they know men are watching, but they get paid really well. Wow. Yeah. My uh, one of my friends is thinking about getting to the dominatrix thing, which is I think is totally different from it's a totally I have a friend that's yeah. in the BDSM world and he was telling us I mean it's it seems it's fucked up. It's a lot. It's a it's a fucked up thing. It's a big yeah. it's a also a big world. I mean, it's yeah. They've got she websites, said you have to get trained events. and yes. properly trained. Yeah, there's classes. Everything. There's it events. just seems like like something bad's gonna go down. But but the thing <laughs> is, I I worried about her safety. Like that's the sa- that's the first thing I worried about. I just don't think that. Well, I think like she has to be the dominatrix. She is, okay. but but even that, you don't know what kind of man are you what dealing I thought was with. Very interesting. Uh-huh. If I could get involved in it, is financial dominatrix. <laughs> I feel so bad for the guys that are into that. You yeah. basically like call somebody, tell them they're a piece of shit, and they send you money. Oh yeah. my like God. it's all through the phone. You yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm obsessed with that. It. I'm totally obsessed I with know. that. I, I guess you have to have a nice voice. I don't know. No, <laughs> you don't have to I, be I, this guy. No, the, I, I, I'm going to talk to my friend about yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I've looked into this a lot. I think what it's about is uh, it's it's very similar to like cuckoldry where mm-hmm. oh, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They, they like, uh, I mean, the, the guys that are being financially dominated really like to feel like shit. So, um, so like yeah. oftentimes like they just don't want to leave the house when <laughs> when when they call these these uh, ladies up like they they they, they kind of like ladies that like just tell them like oh you have like a tiny cock like I'm gonna go out with like my boyfriend who has like a 10 inch dick and, yeah they want to be like it's yeah. really like, weird give me like a thousand dollars right now yeah yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm working on this joke. I told Maximo okay. about it, uh, early, like before. Is this Kako porn? Okay, there's a channel okay. called She Will Cheat, right? Okay. Uh, on, on Pornhub, and then what's funny about it is, it's the every video is the same format. 
it's the same like Jewish short Jewish guy sitting at home. Okay. And then this his girlfriend would show up and say, Babe, we need to talk. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, Oh, what's going on, baby? You know, you're not happy? She's like, You don't satisfy me anymore sexually. Actually, I met this guy. He's already here. And then, oh. and then you, you were, know what's funny is yeah. when you talk like that, that's like the least thick uh, accent. Really? <laughs> so I'm trying to have. do Valley Girl, right? Because that's what they sound like. <laughs> and she opened the door, and this guy, usually black, uh-huh, like, of course. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> and, then, and then she's like, I'm going to have sex with him. And you're you watch. It's oh. like, okay, I guess that's what I'm going to do. And then. So it's like. Cuck porn. Yeah. And then watch yeah. and learn and then just have sex in front of him. The, the, the point of the joke is not about this. It's about every time the girl would change, the guy would change, and the cuckold guy is the same guy. So there's only one. He must also He got booked all the time. He got booked all the time. How do you know money? he doesn't own the channel, though? And he's like the producer, too. That and maybe. he's just trying to save money. Yeah. 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 Like, it makes perfect sense. He's like, do I need another so actor? The, so, nah. so this, in this world, there's this guy who has different girlfriends, and, and every one of them just fuck other people in, in front of him. Does he ever have sex on camera? No. Of course not. Well, he's just like, like that's this. That's not part of the fantasy. No. It's it, it would completely ruin the product if he did. Yeah, and then yeah. The, then then the, the 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 black guy would just you know do going down on her, and she's like, watch and learn. <laughs> <laughs> And then there's another guy. It's nothing to do with Kako. Okay, I think his first name is Taylor. Something. He's a porn star. He's in a lot of the Family Stroke, you know, videos. And he's always the stepson. Oh, this this is weird to me. Oh, yeah. I've heard of this stepbrother, yeah. stepsister. Yeah, he's stepson, always a stepson. Step- Ma, it's weird. And his acting skill is so bad that it's good. I think I think I know why he he's so popular because uh-huh. it's so dumb and so it's so bad. Like he'll be like. Mom, Dad will be so mad, like like so oh dumb, gosh. it's like retarded. <laughs> but he's good looking, and he he fucks retard in the re- retard way too. And wait, then no, wait, wait, he fucks in a retard way. I mean, just like oh, like like a dude. Wait, so he grunts like oh, <laughs> uh, 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 uh. <laughs> not like that, but just oh, very terrible. dumb. But but from my perspective, just this this boy just getting keep getting readopted and is breaking it, families after families. To make retard porn. Like that must oh, be uh, like no, I don't think it's unethical. Yeah, because they're incompetent, right? I think it's same like chi- a child in a way. Well, I I know that there's been a big like surge in like stepbrother, stepsister. I know so it's I, I, th- why people it love just, that shit. It's I never. I'm like nah, I'm not. And I've I've heard that because I from working with the porn stars, I was like, oh, that's just not nothing about that's appealing. Like, just do the standard pizza delivery guy. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that's it. Because yeah. it's just too... It's I mean, the pizza creepy. guy, it, it's 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 just a classic scenario. Like, the, it, it, it's... Yeah. Yeah. Just it's have just, him deliver pizza, have sex, and that's it. Yeah. I, like, I believe that actually happened in reality. Just not oh, for porn. I'm, I'm sure it's happened. But, like, the stepson, stepsis... And, and like I said, I heard the stepdad and the daughter. It's yeah, all yeah, cr- stepsis. It's way too yeah. creepy. Especially what's really going on now with, like, kids being kids. It's too yeah. creepy. I'm oh, like, my God. No, yeah. I don't need but to But they're usually somebody. all adults in, in the porn, of course. Oh, yeah. No, no, they have like I mean, 22-year-olds or yeah, whatever. Yeah, no, they keep it very legal in that sense for the most part. But, yeah, that's... That's just too creepy. I, when I heard that, I was like, "Can we just stick with basic scripts?" Yeah, but don't, we don't need a backstory of that. Just 
Oh, I mean, look, if you want to do family stroke, do like fifth cousins or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like creepy. It's like, yeah. like but, but at the same yeah. time too, like I, I, sometimes they, they hire actors that look, look so different. Like you, 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 you can't, you, help but believe like they're just actors yeah so there's a lot of great actors yeah yeah there's a lot of like surely people must be like assuming that they're they're watching actors like oh yeah but it's kind of creepy if you're like oh they're brother and sister yeah that's uh. definitely the script is also very badly written oh acting is so awful all the time yeah yeah Yeah. well they also you know what ginger talks about is like Back in the day, they used to actually have scripts. Yeah, oh, I missed really? that. I've missed. They need plots again. Mm-hmm. Like they had plots. They had scripts. Plots. They had like a full script that you had to memorize. I mean, it was actually like a feature. Yeah, like seventies and eighties porn. Yeah. There, mm-hmm. there is more story driven. Oh no, yeah, for sure. They definitely had yeah. like a story. Now it's it's you got because we're also dealing with attention spans that are a lot less. So yeah. uh-huh. you got to get right to it. Yeah. You know, like, oh, hi, I'm here for the interview. Oh, OK, let me show you what I got. Blah, blah, blah. You know, like that. <laughs> you, you know, one of the uh, one of the most famous porn is the Pirates uh, of the Caribbean, you know, uh, Carity. They call the Pirates. God, every chick loves that one. Which one is it? The Pirates porn. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the thing is, my cousin, I remember it. Cause I was like still in high school. My cousin was like. He was trying to, he was trying to download this porn because this porn won the AVN award of okay. the year, and then he downloaded it. the first fifteen minutes. There's nothing going on. He oh. thought he downloaded the real Pirates oh my of the It's it's weird because like <laughs> he's like might as well watch it, you know, yeah. like because because it was like pretty well the pr- production, you know, quality is pretty good. He's like, I guess it's just like another episode, another they did they did another Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, it's it's it is. <laughs> and until they the blowjob, I was like, oh, download the right thing. <laughs> it is weird how like like the the one porn that that does do the production quality and the plot is also like one of the most um well sold ones too so it does make you wonder why they don't repeat Do that, that kind of yeah. thing yeah i remember one time uh a comedian was like oh you want to go to this opening for a movie at like midnight i'm like okay whatever this was many years ago and i went there <laughs> and it was like a rob zombie movie oh yeah yeah um, yeah his, and, his movies are really grindhousey yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah and all of a sudden i was like what kind of movies? He's like, I don't know. It's about zombies. Well, it was like a <laughs> about zombies. <laughs> I mean, they are. They okay. usually are. Yeah, I mean, but it was a zombie porn. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh, I didn't. I didn't expect. Yeah, they, it's not even like erotic. It's like really trashy. Yeah. Kind oh of, yeah. yeah, I mean, I did a bit about it because I was like, okay, so she goes, she's upset about her boyfriend dying, uh-huh. and she masturbates on his grave, and mm-hmm. that like opens the sixth gate of hell. Oh my god, a zombie like. The production value was so bad. Uh-huh. It was like the zombies were like green, but then after the blowjob, like part of them were white. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like you guys need to like cut and do some put color correcting. On. Yeah. Damn. I mean, speaking of Rob Zombie, the director, mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah, it made me think right now. Like, like I think I I found my new re- year's resolution is to <laughs> be less edgy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd probably do tone it down too. Well, you people being telling you'll me. tone it down as soon as 
you're around porn stars because you're like, oh, yeah. I'm just a pure little girl. I know. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I mean, like I said, I thought, and then the only other thing that's really toned me down is having kids. So, and and now it's because they repeat things. So you oh, know, that, that's oh, not gonna. Oh wow, that's to that must be weird. Yeah. Yeah, I know you. Like yeah. the other day, we were watching something with our son. He's three now, uh-huh. and uh, my husband went, "What the?" And he goes, "Fuck." Oh my oh. god! Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. You don't, and you can't react because if you react and laugh, he's gonna say "fuck" all the time. <laughs> all the time. You can just have to let it slide. So you're just like, yeah, exactly. You're just like, yeah. You have to be careful how you develop them. Yeah, because yeah. he can't Jeez. let them know something. You know, because if you go, don't say that word, he'll be like, "What? Fuck, fuck, fuck," and yeah. then he'll go to school and like, yeah. say, fuck, you know, fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because they they're sponges. They pick up everything. Yeah. So, but but there's gonna be a time that he started to say that we can't even shelter him forever. No, I know. I mean, yeah. he's still three. Yeah. What's well, also like surprising? Mm. What does kind of develop them in bad ways? I mean, for instance, for me, yeah, when I watched like this Michael Jackson biopic, uh uh-huh. when when Joe Jackson was like beating Michael with a belt, yeah, it made me want to like take a belt and like play whip a wall. <laughs> like, <Jesus. laughs> like Joe Jackson. <laughs> but it yeah, I mean it's I didn't see any of the Michael Jackson biopic. Was that the It's one? a lifetime movie, I think. Or oh, okay. or it's either that or an ABC or, or something like that. It wasn't the newest one, I'm assuming. No, no. Okay. It's not the not the documentary, it's the dramatic reenactment of his, the Jackson Five. Oh yeah, yeah, and how they got beat and everything, yeah. Yeah. He had pretty rough childhood. Yeah. So but it's yeah, you're trying to teach them, you know, yeah. how to be good little human beings. Um, but they're also really funny at the same time. But you got to try and make it appropriate humor. It must be hard for Jeez. you. But yeah, well, I've had to tone it down quite a bit. Did you? I, I have this question because mm-hmm. I'm 27, right? Mm-hmm. And I now I said I'm never going to have kids. Oh, but, yeah. But like, that's because I'm 27. Yeah, I was the same way. So I, I want to know the, the trend. Like, how did you? Well, I was, I mean, I was one of those comics that's like, I was going to get a shirt that said, my clock is not ticking. Like, I did not <laughs> care. I didn't care about getting married. I didn't mm-hmm. care about having kids. I was like, whatever. I'm doing comedy. Yeah. Like, I'm out there. Yeah. I'm doing what I'm doing. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I, na- I mean, I met my husband. I mean, I got a loan from him to consolidate my credit card debt and then um. I went on a date with oh, him. Oh yeah, I remember that <laughs> yes. from the original I Yeah. Oh. That was such a good story. Um, <laughs> speaking of gold digging, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had to have What's good the bank's <laughs> money? I had to have good credit. It wasn't his money. <laughs> I was paying that damn yeah. loan. But, um, uh, and comedy is the reason why I got into debt. But, um, <laughs> I, I mean, if you all come together. Oh my God, comedy got me into so much credit card debt just from driving everywhere. Damn. But, um, when I met him, and then we started dating, and then we moved Does in. Does he have a normal job? What's that? Yeah, he's a normie. He's now a bookkeeper. A I love how you use the term normie. <laughs> yeah, he's that's, a normie. Like, that's we are retarded. <laughs> yeah. no, we're, we're special. We're, we're very special. We're on the spectrum. We are, yeah, we are not what everybody wants to do, mm-hmm. um, but would want to do, but is too scared to do. I mean, talking in front of people is the number one fear of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'd rather die. Than talking in front of people. Death yeah. is number two. Talking in front of people. Yeah. Why people. isn't dance in that list? I don't know. Yeah. That's a good question. So you um, you met your husband. Uh, when we met, dated. we talked about um, 
marriage and kids and he you know i i feel like well i was also older when i met him you know mm-hmm. i was 34 when we met yeah and i got married at 37 but i for us we had i mean i'm older so i'm not worried about like am i gonna get married or not but if you're talking i this is somebody i love mm-hmm. um and he loves me and we're like do we want to get married are we on the same page like we had yeah to, we had to establish if we're on the same page yeah and we had to establish if am i totally dead set against not having kids or can i see myself having kids mm. with him yeah and for me having kids was never a thing that i was like i gotta have a kid but the thought of having a family with him was very heartwarming like it just felt really oh. right for me to have kids with him oh i never really, had the person yeah yeah like my he's my person i want to have a family like that's a heartwarming thing for me like and my thing was like I don't I'd like to get married before I had kids. That was just a th- I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I just yeah, kinda, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, not you could do it different ways, of course. Yeah. But for me, I was just like oh, I'd like to do that. You know, I just like, yeah, it yeah. seems that just seemed like it uh, seems less bastardy. <laughs> yeah, bastard <laughs> yeah. child. All my friends that have kids and aren't married. But yes. for me, I was like, oh, what I would like is to get married and then have a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're gonna do it that way, and and mm-hmm. he's like, I'd like I could totally see myself. You know, you, for me, I was like, we got to have these conversations. Yeah. Um, because either if you're talking about something and I'm talking about something like you're talking about a family and, you know, where's this going to go? Because I'm also older and I've got this career that I'm focused on mm-hmm. and I'm going to stay focused on them and stay doing it. Yeah. But I don't mind also having this part of my life blossom. Yeah. So, you know, when we um, somebody. Oh, God, I was on the road one time doing a show with a comedian named Daniel Stewart. She doesn't do comedy anymore, but also I'm big Mike. We were doing this like really awful uh, divey place in, I think Bakersfield was called like screwies. They totally wow. screwed us with the money. Mm-hmm. So that's probably why it was called that. But, um, they're like, <laughs> screwy. And I hadn't met my husband or anything. Yeah. We were just talking about like kids. Cause mm-hmm. I, Mike had kids and Danielle and I were both like single and they're like, do you want to have kids Ron? I'm like, I mean, it'd be great material. <laughs> and that was like literally the only reason why I was like, oh. but really, um, what's nice about it is, so I, you know, we got married and then just, I got pregnant and really having these little, I mean, I have two kids, I had two kids under two and they're just like these sweet little human beings that it, it makes you stop for a second and look how much they enjoy life mm-hmm. with just throwing a ball around. Oh, wow. Just, wow running around bubbles just walking on they just love he just and my son was diagnosed with autism and oh um, really yeah and i i said i said it on stage she has evidence of autism they said and i was like well you know damn i should have been born today like, yeah you i mean <laughs> it just seems like everybody is ha- yeah i mean you know spitting out autism, autism. yeah <laughs> and whether i'm you like, self-diagnosed yourself well, yeah. right. I mean, you, there's plenty of like, but there's. What like do you a, think as a as as a mother? With, do I with think a, he has autism? Um, uh, Maximo, yeah. I mean, I think the way you think, because here's the thing: what I've realized with autism is there's a spectrum. So mm-hmm. yeah. it's you're able to function. It's not like there's yeah. severe levels of yeah. it, but your mind just works in like you hear something, it goes. It's like a brilliant mind that we're just like looking. We don't realize how much input you have like that you take in in the moment oh, yeah okay oh it's like uh. a huge sponge like the information i that's what i've noticed about certain things like mm. your iso is like thirty thousand. when hours is like 500 that's a photography term 
okay, that's weird. Yeah. You know? But yeah. you'll take Sensor. something that we just said and you'll process it in a different way. And then you'll yeah. have a different thing and it'll just move really fast. You don't even have to overthink it. You don't have to underthink. It's just like, boom. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, that sounds amazing. <laughs> I'm with little boys. So yeah. what you're watching is what you think is like, oh, they're little boys just banging into each other and this yeah. and that. But what we have to, what I think what we have to do with the little boys and girl. I mean, there's, I have a boy and a girl. Mm-hmm. So you, I think we're talking about like sensory issues and things mm-hmm. like that. And we are, I'm from a generation was like, just tough it out. Yeah. Get over it. Yeah. yeah. Move uh-huh. on. Yeah. yeah. That's what you do. Mm-hmm. What we're teaching kids. And of course now there's another argument that we're making two pe- people too soft. Yeah. yeah. That and yeah. taking away political correct. All this. Yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's political correct, all of this, but I think it's okay to like, when my son's upset, I'm like, it's okay to be upset. Mm-hmm. You can be mm-hmm. upset. We're not going to let it like take over, but yeah. we're going to, you can be upset. You're mm-hmm. allowed. And I, I was never given permission to right. be upset. Yeah. Like, stop uh-huh. crying. Come on, let's go. Yeah. And like I said, it, there's a balance to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and somebody was asking me, my friend, she's like, right, were you really hurt when you heard he had autism? I'm like, well, I would have been hurt more with like a $1,200 preschool bill. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I get preschool for free. Yeah. I mean, they give you all these, they give you services for free. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. preschool's a, a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And like, well, we're gonna give them pre- and and do they have the same subsidy for like, uh, you know, elementary school, middle school? Well, stuff we're like in a that? really good. I mean, we're in Sherman Oaks, so we have a great school that we take him to, mm-hmm. and he gets, you know, they're they've got two teachers, they've got teacher assistants, they've got. It's just like yeah, you're like you're given a lot of, you're given a lot of um, um, what's it called? Tools to help yeah. your your resources. Kid. Yeah, resources yeah. so that your kid's not left behind uh-huh and yeah. that's what's great about it i mean if he do i think uh, the diagnosis of autism is gonna like yeah ruin it no i mean he's just he processes so, things differently so is maxima on the spectrum <laughs> he might be on the spectrum but do you have like sensory stuff because i feel like adults yeah. in general have sen- but here's but you're thing. not gonna scream in, in, you know out of nowhere like that's like the extreme okay part, but here's right. what i here's what what I've noticed, what they diagnose when they diagnose autism, yeah, what in a way bothers me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Max, I'm looking at you in your eye. You're making eye contact. Yeah. Right? Okay. Okay. My son makes eye contact with yeah. me. He makes eye contact with the people he's used to. Yeah. Uh huh. Then we're gonna go now, and we're gonna mm-hmm. go get evaluated okay. by the psychiatrist from like regional center or LUSD. Yeah. I've uh-huh. Never met them. Some of them are cool. Some of them, I mean, we're only deal, but. They're not like, like this one woman I had to deal with. I was like, she wasn't like this bundle of joy that a toddler wants to hang out with. Yeah. Uh-huh. But then she's like, does he make eye contact with you? Yes, he does. Well, he's not making eye contact with me. Because you're a stranger. Okay. But then yeah. they go, oh, he might be autistic. Oh, um, yeah. like my daughter now, she's 17 months. Yeah, that just makes sense to me as an, as like as self-diagnosed on yeah, the spectrum. You know, but you're like, how co- that's considered, like my daughter, she's 17 months. She just got evaluated by Kaiser. I'm like, well, she might have signs of autism. I'm like, she's 17 months. Like, let's yeah. give it a little time. I don't like. Whatever. Yeah, give it some yeah. time. Give though. it some time. Yeah. But she goes, oh, she's she plays by her. Like, she basically was saying, oh, here, you know, pass that over to me. She's 17 months. She's just playing with it. Yeah. Oh, that's a sign of autism. Apparently, I used to be a very extroverted child. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Which they say, that's what they d- said. it depends. They, yeah. they don't say that that's autistic. So now if you're introverted and you're in yourself, you're considered. But I was like, 
if that's the case, then I'm autistic because I like to just be by myself. Uh-huh. I like to, yeah. you know, like, yeah. I like living by myself. I mean, I love, obviously, I, I live with my husband and my kids, but I'm saying, well, I live by myself. I had a great time. Yeah. I enjoy. So there's just different things that you're like, oh, mm-hmm. so that's what they diagnose autism with. But I'm like, and uh, there's, or they give you questions and you're like, yeah. these questions are ridiculous. Am I going to let my child walk to their friend's house by themselves? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're three years old. Oh, well, that's for older kids. Oh, so five-year-olds? Have you been around L.A.? Would you let your five-year-old yes. walk around? <laughs> I go, so now he's autistic because I put never. You know, like, Incompetent. You know, like, I'm not going to let my kid, like, it's, I feel like some of the stuff is outdated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. You know, my speech show was I mean, technically, like, uh, Asperger's isn't even in, like, the it's, clinical It's thing not in anymore. it anymore. Yeah. It's it's sensory processing disorder, and it's autism. Yeah. And, and uh-huh. an umbrella of autism. I, one thing I noticed about you, but maybe that's just personality. I don't know if it's an autism Yeah, thing. it is, too. It's very like, related. It's like the yeah. eye contact part, because I remember yeah. the first few times I we, we, we met, you don't look at me directly. Yeah, that's You're, right. like, avoiding... Like even if just me and him mm-hmm. talking, you would look somewhere else. But believe it or not, a lot of people yeah. don't look. But now you look at me because you're yeah. you're familiar with me. You yeah, know? yeah. Trust but that's issues. a that's a thing, yeah. But though. that's maybe just an introvert thing. Uh-huh. It, I mean, that's the thing. It's I'm sure if you got diagnosed now, you would find out different aspects that would it, it would mm-hmm. explain different things that mm-hmm. you do. Yeah, and you go, oh, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Like for me, when I'm now that I'm around it all the time, like with sensory processing, I'm like sensory issues. Oh shit! We all have sensory issues. Like you ever fucking step barefoot on something slimy in your apartment that you weren't expecting? You're gonna be like, Ugh, you know, yeah. or something like that. Something's gonna trigger you. We all have it. It's just that we weren't diagnosed with all this. And stuff. ADD is another thing. Yeah. Like what is the? I mean, I know there. If you have severe ADD, that's pretty obvious. Yes. My ex ex actually had it. Mm-hmm. But I think we all like somehow on the ADD spectrum yeah, like in no, this I day and age and you know but it is for some like I, I mean if a parent has to give their kid medication to like I have a friend that Ritalin? his son yeah really was doing very poor in yeah. school and and mm-hmm. they diagnosed him with ADHD and like yeah. once they got him to focus he's doing he's doing much better oh. himself yeah now will he have to be on the rest of his life who knows but if look if you're severely depressed and you suffer from anxiety and depression and an antidepressant saves your life then take the antidepressant like i i just like when you hear about all these comics that have committed suicide and things like just take whatever works for you am i lucky that i don't have to take an antidepressant yeah yeah i'm not for Mm -hmm. me if i'm stressed i have a cup of coffee i'm good yeah yeah but if it's life or death for you Uh uh-huh then take what you need to take and mm-hmm. don't have any shame in the fact that you have a medicine you have to take. I just think that people get too wrapped up with it. That's, like that's another thing. There are like a lot of comedians are, you know, broken in one way or the other. Yeah. You know? I mean, I know there's a sad clown thing and you've got to like people think, but it's not necessarily like, you know, mm-hmm. you can find, you know, humor, whether you're having a good time or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I never think I'm broken. Sometimes okay. I question that, but I'm like, I think I'm. That's that must be yeah. awesome. That's the what I call confidence. Yeah, <laughs> it's not confidence. Well, yeah. it's great. I mean, some people have, but there's other people that have different issues, and they might not feel broken, but they feel this. So that you know, like everybody's got their thing. Mm-hmm. For me, it was always my career. I had to be working constantly. Mm. I loved 
comedy. That's why when you were asking about like, am I more of a coach or a comic? I have to be doing stand up. For me, it's like, yeah. it's a drug for me. It's how, how did you get into the co whole coaching thing? How did you start? It? Um, I forget if I if I started teaching classes or coaching first. Oh, I think I was like coaching like one particular student with another friend of mine. Mm -hmm. And then I moved into teaching a class. I think Flappers was my first teaching like a class yeah. job. And um, and then I started getting like private people. And then I started running my own class. Mm. Um, mm. When you run your own class and you don't have a set space, it's kind of hard because yeah, if you don't fill it, then you're out. You know, it's great mm. if you have like a studio, you know, that yeah. is yeah. yours and stuff. Um, but... I also like the private coaching because I do like one-on-ones with people, which I just realized I have to text somebody. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I think I just got a referral. But anyway, um, but uh, when I do one-on-ones with people, we really get into like, let's talk about what you like. Let's talk yeah. about like, mm -hmm. okay, so you want to talk about this. Why do we want to talk about this? Let's yeah. look at where we could make this a funnier, like what's the funnier mm -hmm. word? What's the fun? You know, like, yeah. Um, I love teaching and coaching just because when I'm teaching you something, because mm -hmm. look, I also know that there's a big stigma with teaching comedy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And taking classes. Yeah. You can teach the voice, but you can teach structure. That's what I'm. Yeah. Believe. And it doesn't yeah. have to be a set structure. It could be what works for you. Yeah. That's what I teach. Yeah. I, I had no problems with people taking classes because I took a class. Yeah. Like when Same I first here. started. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what I was doing. What, how yeah. do I know a what I'm doing? Everybody like, or, or a lot of people started taking classes. I never yeah. I never took any classes, but I, I feel like a lot of things, you know, Jamie and you later on told me is pretty helpful. So probably it was you, very yeah. well, you probably I learned that like, from a class or something. I took a seminar, yeah. right? In New York. And mm -hmm. it was just like the third week you performed. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. But then Lisa approached me about coaching and then she would sit with me and we'd go over material and she goes this is where you have to stop saying, um, this is where you have yeah. like, like, um, like, okay. Yeah. She yeah. made me write out word for word a yeah. set and it was, ugh. it was like, oh yeah. my God. And then I took another class and I didn't particularly like that one. And then I took one of Lisa's class. So I just kept taking cause I wanted to learn. And I, but I always tell my students, I can sit here and teach you whatever we could go yeah. over this line, but I need you to get out there and perform it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because yes, you can run that important. line over and over in your apartment. You yeah. need a reaction. I don't yes. care if it's an open mic or what. You need to say the words out loud. Mm -hmm. It's always a live performance. You need it's to. True. Like, yeah. We can go over. I could sit there and and look, if you want me to just coach you and you don't want to get up, that's fine. But I like to see people want to get out there. I know a guy who just hands who just hands out like in the comedy store all the time, and he got booked once in a while, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Not not a comedy store, just hahas or whatever. And I asked him to do the open mics. He said he doesn't really do open mics. He said you can just practice in your apartment. He just hands them. I, I'm like I don't understand. I like how? Don't I mean, he's not so. bad, but I he's mean, been doing this for many many years. I think he was like, uh, yeah. Well, I I think it's you know seven if you years in, but. It, you know that long but like, still and he has his method yeah yeah i mean if he's got if it works for him but i but it's like I, how i can't wrap my mind around it I, for me if you honestly if you don't have like if you're married and you have kids and you have a day job and there's a lot of different factors that you have to work with then, then this then is just a hobby it, then you have to make it work for you yeah and it can be a career but 
you've got to do 10 times if you have a day job then you have to do 10 times the work than the person that doesn't have the day job yes because yeah. you have to rally up after that job you have to go out and do a show and then yeah. you have to take off from that job and go on the road like so I don't think that I think that you can definitely be a comedian mm-hmm. and have a day job because guess what if you're not famous they think oh you're just a a comedian that has a day job no 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 if you were famous they would call you a triple threat because you have a job or this yeah. or that it's the only difference is credits. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And I've said that the whole goal is you work at a restaurant. You're like, oh my God, I got to get famous. So I don't work at the restaurant just to get famous enough to open up a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the cycle of life, right? Yeah. So you just have to work harder than the person that just gets to go. And I don't want to say that you're not working hard if you're on yeah. the road. The road is hard. Yeah. It can be very hard. Yeah. Because it's lonely too. Yeah. It's a lonely life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the same sense, you just have to bust your ass a little more. Like mm-hmm. I've had where when I worked at the restaurant, especially I was literally pitching a show at NBC, mm-hmm. then running, changing in the bathroom <laughs> and then going to bartend. Wow. wow. And you're just like, that's crazy. Yeah. This is, and then I was that's done with is. that and going to do a show. And that's what you do. Mm-hmm. I literally would be like, I'm in Canada. Now I'm home. I have to go into work right now. Where were you? I was performing Canada yesterday. You're like, that's just what you do. Because sometimes you have to, because I think it's okay to want to live in a, an apartment and yeah. not in your car yeah. and do comedy. It's true. And if that yeah. means you have to have a day job, then take away the stigma of, oh, that means you're not a comic. No, you're a comic. Mm-hmm. You yeah. just want to sleep in a bed. Yeah, yeah. It's cooler that way. It's nice to have like a safe a roof, yeah. and yeah. a bed, and a lock. And I didn't have my parents. You know, I moved out at twenty, and I had to figure out how to make it on my own. And they yeah, divorced. same story for me. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they divorced, and they didn't like. I didn't. I didn't have that place to land. I had to figure mm-hmm. it out on my own. So I'd work my ass off, and then I'd go do comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't think that there's. It's just. It's you just have to be very dedicated to it. So mm-hmm. if I hear somebody, that, you know, day jobs can suck the life mm-hmm. out of you. Trust me. I yeah. know that. But if you go, I'm just going to dedicate. And if you find your joy in what you do with that comedy, I feel like that's if you have a day job that just helps finance what you really want to do. Yeah. Yeah. I, and that's how you have to have that yeah. perspective. Otherwise, you'll go crazy and go, oh, because I've had the day job. I'm like, this day job's holding me back. And then guess what? The day job stopped because the restaurant closed. And I was like, oh, my God. All right. That wasn't the day job. <laughs> it was all me. Yeah. <laughs> we're at like 90 minutes. Oh, my God. Yeah, oh, yeah. damn. So, yeah. Thanks for coming on, Thank Ro. You so Do you have much, any man. last I learned a lot. I feel oh, like yeah. this is a free yeah. coaching session. Yeah, oh, just... we didn't pay for it. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> uh, last minute. No, I'm just uh, I'm hosting the D Cups of Comedy at the Comedy Store. And we're at a new theater called the 1111 Theater. So, I think we're going to be there monthly. And then, yeah, I'm just at random shows. Some of them are at like, um, I mean, I could promote them, but it's like, oh yeah, there's yeah. A, it's an AA or Al-Anon show, and you're like, well, you can come on down. Yeah. Oh, so the D Cup is gonna just move from the comedy store to the theater? No, we're at the comedy store, and then we're at the theater. Oh, so I think okay. we might be getting. Uh, so we have we have the comedy store, we have the theater, and then I think um, I don't know. Dojo? We might be. Um, uh, no, the dojo. Um, no. No more dojo. I oh. love the the people that work at the dojo. When I did my class show there, mm-hmm. I was in the middle of the show. Mm-hmm. Not in the middle. We yeah. started it. We had a comic on. Mm-hmm. And then they came up and they said, hey, 
there's a comic here that has oh. like 80 people that booked this room. Oh, oh no. Down to that mm-hmm. open mic. And I was like, you want me to move mm-hmm. all these people down? And I had to move a show. Yeah. Downstairs. Jesus. Jeez. And then they're like, we'll buy everybody a drink. But then I had to get everybody's drink order and serve drinks. Damn. And I was like, okay, listen, I don't mind waitressing because I've done it. Mm-hmm. Wow. But never at my own show where. That yeah. is really um, oh so I something was, else. It was a lot. Um, yes, and I've had a lot of things happen during shows. A lot. I've had yeah. a lot happen. I've had different situations, but I was like, I've never had to say, "Hey, everybody, mm-hmm. we're gonna move," <laughs> not because of an emergency, but but because they <laughs> double booked this room. Yeah, and uh, this guy's asking, begging me right now if we can in this room so, so whoever's in charge of this get get, yeah. your, get your shit together i was kind of like yeah mm-hmm. the, the, the funny together. business is yeah. really funny. serious yeah. funny <laughs> business should be taken seriously get yeah. your shit together yeah. Okay. but yeah so and i think we may be with levity out in oxnard we'll see so okay. we're, we've got some stuff coming cool. up yeah and mm-hmm. i'm doing a lot with my um, i'm doing the first first uh, i'm gonna be joining the yes, 13th show the, for the first time the comedy store. yeah I it's gonna be fun it's a f- it's yeah. fun the comedy store is fun it's a fun hope uh, hopefully i don't fuck up and hopefully i can <laughs> brought back. <laughs> yes, yes. Don't fuck up. No, I'm not gonna fuck up. Yeah. All right. Goodbye. That was great. <laughs> yeah, that was great. I feel like we can't talk for.